Nando's, the home of Perry Perry Chicken. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Hit 105. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. Today was all about not eating, but yet also eating, which you'll hear in said podcast. Mm, I've got a lot of support from what I said today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I support you. And we went back. To <laughs> it was a very quiet support. <laughs> Did you find that the most fun? Well, I support you. Just, I mean, don't tell Matt, but I support you. <laughs> it, was, it was more of like that you dropped it and then ran away. <laughs> I support you. I support you from a distance. <laughs> it's safer that way. Yeah. Uh, and we flashed back to the past and got the old gang back together. Yeah. Osha was back on for an hour of the show. Was it an hour? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exa- it was exactly like old times. It was. It was great. Was. It was very good. All righty, here we go. Let's uh, play as a podcast. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. My favourite saying is when a bride says, I'm not going to be a bridezilla. That's when big alarms go off mm. for me. Because when you say that, you go, oh, really? Yeah. people change before the wedding. Not just brides. Families bring it. Weddings bring out the worst in people. Totally right. Mother-in-laws, any. Drunk uncle. Always a drunk uncle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stabs here, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But there is a a girl that's just, she's shocked everyone. She's posted this on Reddit. Uh, Someone has a rant that she did on Facebook abusing her were going to be guests four days before the wedding. Uh She cancelled the wedding and she's blamed them for the fact that her relationship has broken down. Oh, wow. And she's even got anxiety. She's going to delete her Facebook after this because she can't handle it. So she's she's going to do a rant and then she's going to delete her Facebook page? Four hours after she posts this, she's going to delete it. She's going to wait four hours, read the comments, then yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she said, unfortunately, due to circumstances, we've had broken up um, so that we're not going ahead with the wedding and I'm going to go backpacking for two months in South Africa to explore my soul. She's going to find herself. It's all because friends would not give $1,500 to her for her dream wedding. How many? 150 $1,500. $1,500 she wanted each guest to be able to pay for her dream wedding. For the wishing well? Mm. My God. Mm. What, what were you getting? Like top shelf spirits, everything? No, I think it was just contributing for them. So she, yeah, I don't know. She wanted her wedding was going to be like Kardashian style okay. and was going to cost $60,000. So she wanted everyone to sort of put in the money and she invited them all. And some people said that she would. Um, and they'd only saved 15000 So how were they going to fund it? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, hang on. You also had to prepay. Mm. So, she wanted you to buy your ticket up front. Yes. And there was no refunds. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> guests, were told, guests were told that if they wanted to come along, if they wanted to be invited, they had to donate yeah. $1,500. Uh-huh. And if they didn't, then they wouldn't be able to. Some of them actually did it, but she's not going to pay them back. What did she need, though? How much in total was she, she looking to spend? She wanted $60,000 for her dream wedding, Jeez. and she'd only managed to save fifteen. dollars Ed Sheeran doesn't charge 1500 no, I know, but it, what I find Good really weird is she would have invited people just for the money. Yeah. I hate that guy, but I'll take <laughs> yeah, the 1500 Yeah, I know. So only eight people replied. Eight people are idiots. Why would you even anyway? That's ridiculous. It's probably her family members, you reckon? Did you have to travel to go to the wedding? I bet she you said, did. She said, to make matters worse, my ex's family took back their offer. Oh, well, that's, of course, the money's not just a gift and, hey, we'll see what happens. You get the money... Because of the wedding. Yeah. So we desperately resent the invites to ask if people could donate what they could. And I mean, seriously, people, what is $1,000? What is $1,000? What <laughs> I love this girl. I love this really girl. not a lot. Yeah. It would have been quite manageable and within budget. I've I, heard of people asking worse. I would have messed with her. I would have bought her a $1,500 toaster. Yes. There you go. With no receipt. Yes. And going, nothing you can do there. But, you know, what? what is the rule? What are you meant to give in the old wishing well when you go? Because when we had our wedding, yeah. I was not expecting... So when I invited someone, it wasn't like, I hope I get my money back for it. No. It was just, if people want to bring gifts, they bring gifts. If they don't, who didn't care, we were more like, we're doing the wedding anyway. Yeah. We're going to wear the cost of it. Oh. I normally like to cover, um, I know Steph thinks very differently of this, I like to cover what your head would have been for it. So like, if it's $150 a head, then I normally yeah, do that. Right. I don't, like, I know they don't expect it, but if we're going to a wedding these days, Scotty and I'll give 300 What's your rule, sir? If I have to travel for the wedding, then my presence is my presence. Oh, yeah, no, I agree with no, that. No, I agree with that, but you don't yeah. like giving gifts anyway. Like, 
what would you give for winning? Wishing well. Yeah. hundred bucks. P- for a couple? No, just between us. Between you? Yeah. Yeah. 50 bucks each. Yeah, so 50 terms. bucks each. See, I still do 150 each. You know what I hate? Hey, we'd love you to come to our wedding. We'd love to be there. We're getting married in Bali. No, no. loser. No. no. But they, you go to put, Bali. they always put no gifts. My yeah, friends do if you go overseas. But then you still, that's thousands of dollars to yeah. fly. People who get married overseas Don't want you to are come. selfish. Mm. I disagree. It's up to you to decline or accept. Oh, no, I always decline. But then that's it. So it's their wedding, whatever they want to do. But what about the people who feel like they have to go? Like, and the, then pe- like the parents them. have to go. Yeah. Oh, if, I, if, I, don't, I always go, if, if it's your wedding, you do whatever you want to do. My sister. Just don't expect everyone to rock up. My sister gets married in February next year. Is this mm. why you're annoyed? If yeah. it was no, 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 it's here in Brisbane. <laughs> if it was overseas, yeah. I would not you go. You are such I would a not liar. Go. I'd be like, nah, not going. Hun, you you're going to have your lesbian wedding wherever you want to have it, but I'm not there. You're Careful, such a tiger. <laughs> big talker. <laughs> Aren't you going to donate? A... No, oh, she's my little sister. I'm going to exactly. give her some money. You are such a hard talker, and then you're like, no. yeah, honey, here's a trust fund. Well, actually, if it's in <laughs> Bali. If it's in Bali, yeah. it'd be a lot cheaper. It's a thousand Bali dollars. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred Five. Pilot Week. You decide if you want to see more. I like it. Channel Ten. They did Pilot Week last week. You know, rolling out a new TV show every night with you know Rove and Kyle Sandiland. Trial by Kyle was the highest rating one of the bunch. Oh, yes. was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we thought we'd take their idea and we would uh, trial each day this week for our Pilot Week a different segment idea on the show, and if it is successful, it can become a regular. Yeah, permanent spot. Um, now, I love who is bringing an idea to our show today because I think he's been the driving force for many ratings over the years yes, for this show. Yes, definitely. just ask him on a Tuesday. Scotty Too Hotty, my hubby does tradie chat Tuesday morning, hun. Good morning, guys. Damn straight, Maddie. That's right. That's why the rating's going up. I'm uh, <laughs> swinging a hammer. You know what I've realised? We've got our new marketing campaign out there and we, we're we all separate, yeah. you know, with song yeah. lyrics. Yeah. We didn't get we didn't get we a didn't Scotty, get Scotty one out there. Oh. We should have put Scotty on a billboard. Yeah, I reckon I should have. Yep. What song, what yeah, song yeah, lyric yeah. would you have on yours? Oh, I don't know. You put me in a tough one there, Steph. Sorry, Scotty. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, mate. I don't know. California Girls, Katy Perry. <laughs> we probably don't have time for him to think. Men <laughs> down under. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Scotty. So here's Pilot Week. Um, you have a segment idea for the show. Um, I'm gonna, I, do, I don't even know what this is. I'm just going to play your intro to your idea, and then you have to explain it to everybody, okay? Okay, darkly. All right, 13, 10, 60, if you're a tradie and you want to get involved with Scotty's idea, give us a call right now. Guess the tool or be a tool. It's Scotty 2 Hotties Secret Sound. For CNL Tools Megastore Banyo. Where you want to buy tools, not talk to one. <laughs> what? Have you already sold it? I am supposed to do that, CNL Tools You Megastore are, you are still Banyo. supposed to do it. Yeah, we've, we've, <laughs> Scotty's got tool You got steal all my stuff, eh? No, I don't steal it. You asked me to ask our beautiful Alicia. She's got, like, there's $100 tool vouchers up for grabs. Oh, wow. That's you right, to... tradies. Get out there and do it yourselfers. All right. All right, okay. You lovely ladies that sit in the office, you can win this voucher. How does it or work, your Scotty? something or your partner, hey? How does it work? <laughs> right, hey, listen to this. That there, right? That's the secret sound. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So what, how it works is... Yep. I. Got a, basically got a tool in my hand yeah. for a tool, yeah. and I'm going to play a bit of the noise of the tool, mates. And you just got to ring up and guess, guess what tool it is. All right. Well, uh, let's Have hear the uh, sec- let's hear the secret sound one more time, Scotty. All right, you ready? Yep. Here we go. Here we go. I think I know, um, but we've got callers. So uh, thirteen ten sixty. If you think you know what the secret sound Scotty's tool is, Dylan in Being Lee. Um, I reckon that's. A nail, nail gun. A nail gun. Sorry, champ. Football. Where's that noise? It's there. That? Oh, I that <laughs> you did it over the noise. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Dean, welcome to Scotty Two Hotties. <laughs> hey, you guys rock, man. You guys are awesome. I love your show. Keep it up, eh? Thanks, oh, Dean. Thanks, Dean. Thanks, Dean. That's right, buddy. Shout yeah, out to me, mate. bud. Um, I reckon it's a uh, cordless drill. No. No, not a cordless drill. <laughs> if anyone's listening to this, 131060, if you want to have a guess. Can, yes. we, can we hear it again? I thought I had it, but... All right, here we go. Yeah. 
You sure you're not just doing that with your tongue? How <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you think I'll keep Abby happy? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jason from Brown's Plains. Hello. Hey, Jason. What's Jason, how are you, buddy? Yeah, good, mate. I know what it is. Easy. What is what it? Is what is it, bud? It's a hammer, it's a hammer drill. Oh, no. Jackhammer, Jackhammer, Jackhammer. Jack- oh. oh, no, we've got to take it. got to take it. Do you want to give a clue then, Scotty? All right, so. What, what is, what you, let's yeah, see okay. if this trait runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> it is a. Um, it basically can cut timber. Yes, yes. Okay, so it can cut timber. Right. Give us another sound. Um, Give us another sound. All right, here we go. Ash and Kabulcha, what do you reckon the secret sound is? Scotty's tool. Oh, uh, I don't know. It's like uh, a drill saw type thing. Oh no, nah, it's not a saw of any. It's it's, a, it's not a drill. Sorry, it is a saw of some sort. There we go. Marco this from Bribe Island. Come on, mate. Bring, us Bring home. it home. You're the last guess. Is it a battery operated saw? Circular saw? Oh, you're close, mate. It is battery operated. <laughs> it is a saw. But... <laughs> That's what he's saying. That's it, then. <laughs> no, it's not it, though. <laughs> it is it. It's not. <laughs> All right. Well, I think what he's done here is he's carried over the game to next, <laughs> next week, week. So it has to be a regular. Really? Yes. Yep. You're on again next <laughs> yes. week. Yeah. Do I get the pro- do I get the voucher then? No, no, no you, you have to say your credit week. though. Yeah. Oh damn! All right, and there we go. That was uh, for CNL Tools Megastar Daniel. <laughs> when you want to buy tools, not talk to one like <laughs> myself. <laughs> there you go. I don't think Secret Sounds ever new ads, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Scotty. There we go. It's Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. 131060, first calls. Hey, Beck. Hey, Beck. Hey, how you doing? Good. What do you want to talk about in first calls? Um, Mr. Scotty Too Hottie saying that women who work in the office can use the voucher to give to their husbands. Yes, you have an issue with uh, what we just had Scotty on with his secret sound, and that's what he did I, say. I do. I work in the office, but I used to be a carpenter, so oh. I would be using the voucher for myself. Mm. Did you call up and win it? No, I know what the sound is, but I didn't get through. Oh, oh, oh you yeah. could, are, we, are we really going to carry it on? Or yeah, no, you ne- you've got to call back next week. Oh, God. Next week, we'll carry it on. I know. How, how come you're not a carpenter anymore, Beck? Because it's too hard. <laughs> oh, I but, like air coming. <laughs> but, oh, okay. I bet you can make a great shoe rack for yourself because I've been wanting one for years. Probably could. Yeah. What? Are, how are you with fences? I got a fence that needs fixing. <laughs> she doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Come on, back, Cashy. Cashy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she back. couldn't afford me. Oh, oh okay. nice work, bit of sass. <laughs> I like it. All right, I'll, I'll have a I'll have an, a word with Scotty tonight mm. about that. Jaden in Oxley, what do you want to chat about in yes. first calls? Hey guys, how are we? Good, mate. That's good. I um just got a quick question for you guys. Mm. What would you guys prefer to have? One horse-sized duck or ten duck-sized horses? It's an interesting question. Yeah, I've heard this one yeah, before. Yeah, we uh, debated this for quite some time. We did. It was heated. I oh, uh, I chose... Yeah. I think I chose the ducks. You wanted the horse, didn't I want you? the horse-sized duck. Yeah, yeah, I went with the ducks because I think it'd still be cute. Oh, uh, yeah. What, did you, yeah, what would you have, yeah. Jaden? Honestly, I would probably do the... Uh, ten duck-sized horse... Uh, ten horse-sized duck... Ten duck-sized horses. <laughs> yeah, because they'd be cute, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, of course. And having thought about it, if I had a duck-sized horse, uh, a horse-sized duck, imagine how much bread I would go through on a weekly basis. Like, that would cost yeah, good a point. fortune. But I was always That's thinking true. you could put a saddle on it and you could ride it. I could fly to work. I put a lot of thought into this, Jaden. Probably yeah. too much. Ducks probably wouldn't like that because it's still got the duck features. You know what I mean? Duck personality. It's Ducks just... have a personality? I know you had a pet duck. Yeah, Dorothy Prudence. Yeah. She was wonderful. Foxes took her. But, um, oh, well. yeah. That yeah. took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, like, I don't think they would let you ride its back. This one would. Uh. We'd become friends. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> Roast duck is delicious, too. I See, I've never eaten Egg. duck because I had a pet duck. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Duck we, pancakes mm, are good. I ate my pet goat. Michelle in Coomera. Did you? Yeah. Well, it ran Good away. Morning. It, morning. It ran away, and then we had a goat curry, and I didn't put two and two together for quite some time. We my should mom, chat to your mum about that. Yeah, she fed me my pet goat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my How's okay. that for therapy? Michelle just laughed. What do you want to talk about, hon? First of all, 
Good morning, guys. How are you going? Great. <laughs> I was saying, I was talking to my grandson last night. He's seven. And he didn't know who Bugs Bunny oh. and Daffy Duck oh. and all those old Looney yeah. Tune characters are. Yeah. yeah they're That's... not on telly anymore. I know. How sad is that? Do you want to know how sad I am? I actually YouTubed them and showed them to Rory so she would know who they were. <laughs> I'm going to do that tonight. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly violent when you look back at them now, but still hilarious. <laughs> But, you know, they say they're violent, but what are they watching today? All these superheroes yeah. and yeah. all this sort of stuff. So What is he really, watching they now? They were lighthearted, hey? What's he watching now? Oh, he watches things like Avengers and mm. superheroes and ninjas and, yeah. you know, those Ninjago things. So yes. Oh, yes. yes. Better. Yeah. Rory's on to The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, don't, don't start me. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are into House of Cards. Yeah, it's a good one for yeah. them too. Yeah. And Game yeah. of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Cartels, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah narcos, get them in early. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Yeah, we're mixing it up for a little while. 7 a.m. you get to play for $10,000 because when we come back at 8 to play Alpha Bucks. The kids are having a crack and they're going to have a trip to Disneyland that they can win. But right now, uh, our player gets $10,000. Here we go, guys. Mel in Springfield Lakes, that's if you get them all right. Well done for getting through. Hi. Hey. Now, I'm sure you listen. You know how this works. You get $50 for each correct answer, so pass if you can't think quickly. And of course, every answer needs to start with the letter that you're about to be given. Or if you download the podcast, it's in the middle of the podcast. All right, Mel, (laughs) there are 30 seconds standing between you and $10,000. Your letter for today is H for happy. Okay. Okay, and your time will start when I finish the first question. Name a city. Hungry. Name a type of food. Hamburger. Name something you can walk down. Uh, Highway. Name something in your bathroom cabinet. Um... Pass. Name a part of a car. Handbrake. Name a body part. Hand. Name a game that kids play. Hungry Hippo. Name a type of extreme weather. Uh, heat wave. Name something that a, build, a builder has. Hammer. Na- oh, just Hammer. before the buzzer, I'm going to give her that one. You bloody smashed through it. $350. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you. Well done. You did say for a uh, hungry, um, but that's not a city, yes, so you could have... Yeah, no, that's yeah. right. No, it's Houston, or you could have had Hamilton. Uh, for some of the others, you passed down something you've got in your bathroom cabinet. Could have had hairspray or hairbrush. Bye. And the others yeah. you answered, which means $350. Well done. Well done. Oh, awesome. Thank you. My heart's racing so far. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got an issue, you're going through a dilemma you can't share with anyone, well, this you can share with because you can remain anonymous, as most people like to. Send in an email for what your issue is at Dear Abby at hit105.com.au. Ooh, I think a lot of people might have gone through this. So she's written, Dear Abby, I'm 20 and my partner is almost 10 years older than me and I cheated on my partner. Something that I'm not proud of and I will never do again, no matter what happens in this relationship or in any other relationship as I watch my father do this to my mum. My partner found out about it and we talked to her and explained how I felt that we've just become roommates and that he never really supports me. We are seeing someone to try and get through this, but everyone is telling me not to bother and leave because of how young I am. The thing is, part of me wants to leave, but a bigger part wants to stay and work through it with him. What should I do? Has anyone ever gone through this before and it's worked out? Hmm. They're not married? No, 13, 10, 60. Right, so she's feeling like she wants out. She's not in love anymore, but she feels like because she did the dodgy, she owes him. Owes well, it him feels the, in that she's given two specific reasons. We've become housemates, yeah, like just roommates, not partners anymore, yeah. and that she doesn't feel supported by him. So she's given two reasons. So it feels like if they were going to go to counselling hmm. and sort out those reasons, then maybe the love would be back. Yeah, but it sounds like all her friends are saying, no, no, no. If you cheated, it means you're probably not into it. 
It's a tough one too, isn't it? Because she sounds very divided. It's like half of her is like, no, I mm. should leave. And then the other half's like, no. And they're taking steps to see if they can fix it. I guess yeah. see if you can fix it for a while. And if you can't, then... There's people that stand very like, once a cheater, always a cheater. You can never work through it. And I, I don't know. I disagree with that. Mm. I've got a, a very close friends of ours who are married who were working through that. Uh, her partner cheated. And it was really hard for her to learn to trust again. Mm. Um, and I think there, there's two parts of it where you have to learn to forgive as well. Yeah. Like she was very hardcore about quizzing him about everywhere that he went. Yeah. And it yeah. got to the point where she had to decide just to trust him again or end the relationship. Yeah. Because otherwise you just live the whole time mm. just expecting that the worst is going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Well, thirteen ten sixty. if you've been through it before... Because I've known a lot of people that go, no, 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 we were actually stronger because of it. Because we weren't talking. Mm. We were just coexisting, talk, not talking about anything. And then all of a sudden that happens and you've got to address it and you realise, wait a minute, my needs aren't being met. Mm. I mean, of course people should talk about it first. My friend went crazy and confronted him at work in front of everybody. Really? I did the full stormed into work oh. screaming. I never forget my mum's friend found out that her husband was cheating on her. Yeah. And she said, look, I'm going to go out for a week. And I'm going to be with anyone. Wow. And you're going to deal with it, and then we'll come back and talk about it. She did. Apparently, she went out for a week. Yeah. She said she had a ball, and then came back and said, right, we should talk about things. <laughs> really? <laughs> they're still together, and wow. apparently, they're very, very happy. There you go. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that, that, this, this changes well, everything. Now, I'm not saying that, but I never forget that when wow. I was like, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, 13, 10, 60, from both sides of the fence, the, the cheaters and the people who've been cheated on, um, what's your advice for this person? We'll Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you're going through something, you can send an email, dearabby at hit105.com.au. This lady sent one through to say her partner is a bit older and she's being honest and say she cheated on him. She's very, very unhappy with her decision. Her partner has found out. They've talked about it. Going to counselling, she said she feels like they became roommates and he never supported her. But she wants to know, should she actually stay, which she feels like she should, or should she get out because she shouldn't have cheated in the first place if she was happy? 13, right. 10, 60. Whether you are the cheater or been cheated on, you can join this conversation. Hi, Megan. What do you think? I think that... Please. Sorry, you broke up a bit there. You think she should what? Uh, she shouldn't be feeling uh, bad anymore, so I... Nah. Dodgy line. Uh, Sorry, Ironically, Megan. you're breaking up. Uh, Anonymous is on the air with us. What do you think, Anonymous? Um, yeah, look, I've got a, a a little bit of a story. In 2016, um, my wife and I sort of grew a little bit of a part. Uh, we'd been together for 22 years. We have five beautiful children, and I uh, found myself contacting people on the internet. Although there was never any physical contact, uh, my wife found out, um, and it devastated both of us. I went into depression. Uh, and you can imagine uh, the guilt and the disappointment that uh, was staring back at me every time I looked in the mirror. Yeah. Were, you, were you writing uh, sexual stuff to other women? Uh, look, it, it was sort of leading that way because right. uh, after our, our uh, last uh, child was born, obviously I went through a stage where I was feeling very uh, selfish about my life and uh, I wasn't getting the attention. And uh, Anyway, simple as that, there was no excuses. Having said that now, I find myself two years uh, later, my wife and I are in the best position that we've ever been in, and I made the change. So much so, I've downloaded uh, you know, those locality apps so that at any particular point in time, my wife knows where I am. Yeah. We text each other during the day. We have date nights. We haven't gone through counselling, although we've uh, introduced uh, some other faith in our life where, where we've... Uh, been open and honest about what we want in our life. We're raising uh, five wonderful children. Three are still at home. Yeah. Would you, you say Would to... you say you're more happy now than what you were before? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. But you've, he's gave you know gave up a lot of information to prove that. There yeah. is a difference. Right. So with five kids, though, too, you've got to remember these guys don't have any. Yeah. Yeah, so. Michelle in Fernie Grove. What do you think about it? Hi. Yeah. No, I was in a similar situation to the girl. I was. 10 years younger than my ex <laughs> and um, we got to a point where I decided I wanted to have family and get married and we weren't 
on the same page. Um, but I didn't really acknowledge that because I, you know, was still in a relationship and um, started um, cheating on him and, yeah, realised that that needed to be addressed and we broke up and then um, we got back together again and it sort of just ended up doing that for a little while. Yeah. But you kind of, you, you knew that it was over, but you just had to play it out and see where it goes. So what would you, <laughs> just you're saying she should just stick with it? I think she should play it out, yeah. And I think he should give her a chance just to give her a little bit of trust and see where it goes. See where it goes and opposed yeah. to just letting it all go away right now. Well, I guess they've already made the move going away. Yeah. Counseling. We've got Anonymous on the line. What do you think? Hello, she should... how are you? Hey, if she's the one that's cheated, should she stay in the relationship or leave? Um, I reckon she should, um, well, if both parties are willing to work things out, I definitely reckon she should um, stay. I was cheated on myself late last year um, after being married for three years and with my um, partner for nine uh-huh. um, with three kids. Um, it's not an easy thing to like um, to stay with. Um, it's very tricky. Um, but if both parties are willing to work things out and with a lot of reinsurance, um, you can definitely come back for it. And would you say that you guys are in a happy place now, maybe even more than what well, you were before? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, With a a lot of, um, it it takes a lot of work. I still get times where I'm like a bit iffy. Yeah. Um, But yeah, if if both parties are willing to work it out and um, obviously the trust is uh, the biggest thing. Um, It is hard. Um, The cheater's got to accept that they have to act differently now too as well. When you question them, I'm assuming he has to just cop that if he he can't get all all antsy about it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. And he's um like he he cops it like he he copped it pretty hard for for a long time. And obviously, like you get upset and you get hurt and Mm. like um it's like an up and down spiral, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and fair enough. Get out, you're in the doghouse. No, come back in. We need to talk. No, get back out. <laughs> well, uh, from what the calls have taken, most people are saying stick stay. with it. Stick yeah. with it. Yeah. Go through the counselling and then determine whether you still got the love. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees. Now, last week I was talking about my six-year-old, almost seven, but he seems a lot older, and he was asking about how we got pregnant. Like, where does the baby actually come from? My husband and I looked at each other because we're like, how are we supposed to explain it? Is he at that age where you should explain it in detail and lay it out? And then I have a right to how he's going to explain it to his friends. Mm. So we thought, I don't know the answer, so I'll go to my favourite man, talking about child psychologist Dr. Michael Carr-Greg. Good morning. Good morning. What's the deal, mate? Do you just make up a story with lots of innuendo or what? No, you've got to tell them the truth, but be guided by their curiosity. So at six, you need to keep it real simple and you've got a big, big help these days. If you go to your local library and talk to the local librarian, she or he will give you some really simple books to explain the whole thing. So if you... And can you explain to me what a library is first? We have library (laughs) cards, but in all honesty, can't they just get this on YouTube? Uh, you can probably get it on YouTube as well. Okay. Yeah. Right. Those movies normally start with talking to the librarian. <laughs> it's nicer with a book and okay. it's got pictures and you can yeah. explain it to them and they can go back and have a look at it. So as simple as that, but yeah. don't over-explain, be guided by their curiosity. Once you've explained it in very simple language, leave it and wait to see what happens. Dr. Michael Cargreg, I uh, when we were talking about this last week, I said a good way to do it is to ask them what they think. Yes, that's once you've done the basic explanation, that's really important because you can actually then figure out what it is that they've taken on board and whether or not you need to just explain a little bit more. I remember a very good um, friend of mine told me he had a client who told me that she was told you could not get pregnant if you put a Band-Aid over your belly button. And this kid was 13. So we do have to make sure that the information is clearly transmitted from an early age. That's true. And I think because everyone would have that memory of being a kid and, and not really understanding. I can still remember one of my friends coming up to me in the playground. It would have been about oh, grade five, grade six, and saying that you had to pee in a girl. Now, if that hadn't wow. been changed, <laughs> in my mind, that could have been awkward. <laughs> Somewhat, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
ask this from Don't you. Worry, because, I told him last week that yeah, it does he anything. Knows, fine yeah. now. He was the boy, just so you're aware. Um, I often I often find that people listen to our show, and I I honestly understand smutty is not appropriate, but I, I always find it interesting when parents go, oh, great, I had to explain that to my kid. And I was like, well, if your kid's got the curiosity, should we not be explaining it to them rather than presuming that uh, they're not going to find out or other kids at school are not going to be tell them? Is it, is it not better coming from us? Much better coming from us. Uh, what you have to recognise is that the kids, the moment they go to primary school are going to have another source of information, or should I say misinformation. So you need to explain that other people might tell them other stuff, but this is the truth from mummy and daddy. What about if other parents come up to me and said, your son said this and we didn't want to tell our child and maybe their child was already asking questions? Because that's what I'm concerned about because I feel like my son's very ready, but I don't know about others. Yeah, I don't think that that's actually your problem, to be honest with you. And I think you have to say to the parent, look, I'm responsible for my child. You're responsible for yours. Um, I'm not going to have my parenting guided by what you want for your child. They're going to talk anyway. Well, that's what we've got to guard against, disinformation and misinformation. And unfortunately, it's abounding because many parents aren't like you. They won't grab the moment and they won't tell them the truth because it's embarrassing. Is there an age group that you would say that parents should really be chatting to their kids about it? Look, it's very difficult because kids age uh, mature at different ages. So Mm -hmm. age doesn't define maturity, so that's a bad marker. The key is to be guided by the kid's curiosity. If I ask the question, they're ready to know the answer. Right, so my six-year-old, I'll tell him now, and my one who is almost four, I won't tell him until he's 14 because he's a very slow developer. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, I'd probably just... Mention it? Yeah, a couple of times. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Michael Carr, Greg, thank you very much for your information. We look forward to finding out how Abby's little sit-down goes with Finney. Always a pleasure. Bye. Good on you. And check out Michael Carr, Greg's uh, book as well, Surviving Adolescence 2.0, Understanding the Teenage Brain. It's available now. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. So I found out I've got something. I've got misophonia. It's a very serious condition. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people listening would have it right now. And it is why the sound of someone eating uh-huh. or doing something else noisy fills you with rage. Which is interesting for someone who's been eating on air for the last six months. I'm also a hypocrite. That's a different thing. <laughs> That's that a different we're... condition. There's <laughs> different... some gigs here <laughs> in Brisbane. <laughs> Where's he playing, Abby? Oh, hey, he'll play at um, a sold out gig. <laughs> did, uh, did a B. Bite your tongue. I had. I was eating. Yeah. Yeah. No. I know. No. I'm a huge hypocrite. But it's pardon. What did you say? I've, I've said it like three times now. Say it again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Pardon. I didn't hear. He can, he's sort of recorded it, so he can listen to. it. He can listen to whenever he wants. Yeah. 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 I'd love that on my soundbar if you're listening, Adrian. In but the apparently, audio room. this um, affects women more than it does for men. Right. But the sound of their loved one, because apparently it triggers more if it's like family members. Right. The sound of them um, maybe smacking their lips or eating or slurping or drinks or breathing. I actually find it really annoying. It actually it increases your heart rate. And yeah. You get sweaty palms. What else happens? It's not just me. Actually, 131060, if anyone else deals with this, because there are people that deal with it as well. Okay, I can't. <laughs> but but I, want, I want to ask a question. Oh, sorry. Alpha Bucks. Candy's Can I ask a question? Me. Yeah. Do you find it annoying when we do it? Yeah, I do. So she loves us, Maddie. <laughs> That's she loves her. That's but my husband excuse. has been opening like chips yeah. and just sitting mm-hmm. and eating next to me, and I'll sit there and I'll just try to go. Oh no, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. I can deal with it, and I find it so annoying. You know, oh, yeah. you, you know, you got up me the other day. Yeah, because, because you're flicking a pen. No, yes, you got up me for flicking pens <laughs> and breathing. You have gotten up me for breathing too loudly. <laughs> no, you got- I, got, I got up for you for playing with that little flap that you have on your teeth, your mouth. Craig, I call it. Yeah. <laughs> Craig, it's, I've, got, I've got this like little cyst thing on the inside of my mouth. I didn't know I had a name. Yeah, I call it well, Craig. Sometimes you need to put Craig away and not play with him. But how does that affect That's you? Good advice. Did you if not I just... hear anything I said? No. Nah. So just repeated sounds, people have a very strong emotion to that it. It doesn't make a sound. No, but that one's weird. So you can it's... stop <laughs> eating now. <laughs> so it's a strong desire to escape the yeah. sound. And it's a hatred of sound, and apparently it's a it's an actual condition. Mm, I think yeah. I have that. Yeah, 
Yeah. What well, is the particular sound that you hate? You know he doesn't believe it. What do you? Oh, you don't believe it? Uh, I, well, I'm very, I think because I, I also have tinnitus where I have a yeah. constant ringing in my ears. Yeah. Any noise, like I can't hear, you know how people just put on music in the background? I can't do that. Right. Because you can just hear it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the sound I was actually going to get to before we listed off three things of me that annoy you, but you got at me the other day for pumping up my moon boot for my broken leg. <laughs> and Look all this, this is the sound. I was like, ready? Yeah, I can't handle it. <laughs> so you go, you go to me, what are you doing? I said, just, I'm just p- pumping up the moon boot. Did you not hear anything I just bro- said before? The sound leg. of repeated noises can, ju- can make people go into a rage. A rage? I woke up my husband right. the other day and said, sweetheart, there's a noise that's repeated. And he goes, let's not do this. And I said, I can't help it. Because he does this every time we go to a hotel. Let's not do this. Because mm. it's just noises. And I said, the gutters, the neighbor's gutters. Because it's tip, 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 tip. Yeah. He had to go out and see if he could fix it in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh. I can't handle it. I'm not that unusual. There's people that... Nah, you need to relax, man. You just need to chill. <laughs> I, could, I could sleep through a hurricane. Yeah. I can sleep through anything. I have slept mm. through many of my children crying at 1am. It's a man thing. It must no. be a man. It must be a woman thing. Getting I, annoyed by sounds. No, I can't handle a ticking clock in a, in a bedroom. Mm. Mm. Can't I? No, I can't. It really annoys me. I can't have any clocks in the mirror. I use it to keep time. No, I can't. I actually can't. Tick, tick, tock, tick, tock. Tick, tock. <laughs> we count now. We've got another minute. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, tomorrow we are going to play Alpha Bucks. Remember, we're playing it twice yeah. because 7 a.m. is now worth $10,000. 8 o'clock, the kids get to play. And a trip to Disneyland is what is on the line, which is pretty amazing. I've never been to Disneyland. You have, haven't you? Yes. Was it worth it? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. What makes it so good? The rides or just that it's magical? I reckon it's because I think when you go, it's it's this place that you always talk about. Like, everyone wants to go to Disneyland. And then you're like, shit, man, I'm actually here. And... You look around. Only you would curse the first thing they do when they walk into Disneyland. <laughs> no, no, no. And it's just the, the, the characters are out, the rides are amazing. Do you know what I love about Disneyland? They've got a model where um, around the world where the CEOs, they'll have to do it, I think it's maybe every two months, yeah. they have to dress as the, the characters mascot. that you would see just around oh, there just to experience what it's brilliant. like. So it's, a, yeah. it's so, a work policy that they still do. So occasionally the CEO of Disneyland gets kicked in the nuts by a two-year-old kid. <laughs> yes, but it means him a better you know, person. I've got a fact. Yeah. You love mm. facts. I've still got two letters to give out if we want to no, get there. No, I'm going to okay, yeah, yeah, just give you the fact first <laughs> yeah. and then we'll get to the letters. Okay. Um, Walt Disney came up for the idea of Disneyland yeah. when he was just at a park one day mm. with his kids. Mm. And he was like, I really need something to do with my kids. What would be something fun? Mm. So he built Disneyland. Wow. That's how he came up with the idea for Disneyland. Would you like another one? I'd love. Come on. Oh, no, not about his mum. Do you know why every parent oh. dies in Walt Disney films? No. So sad. When Walt Disney got first famous and big and could afford it, he got the Disney staff to build his uh, mum and dad a house. Mm. Uh, the first night they slept in that house, there was a gas leak and they both died. Really? The gas, leak, the gas leak is true. There was a bit, he organized a repairer from Disneyland to go who wasn't a qualified one. Oh. That's why he never forgives himself no. for it. And it wasn't when he was ju- like just famous. He has already been established. So I don't know if it's got anything to do with the movie. Also, so maybe ask Abby the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. It is sad. And that's yeah. why every every um, parent in Disney, you think about it, Bambi dies, uh, yeah. the Frozen ones die, everyone dies. Disneyland LA, he had a, um, in the main street there, he has an apartment. He used to live there sometimes, would stay there. The mm. apartment is still there up on top of and the... And what, just watch down below? I think he would just hang out there. Yeah. He's also won the most Oscars of anybody. Really? hmm Still frozen? That's a myth. He's not frozen. He's, He's dead. not frozen. Uh. Yeah. Did he freeze himself? They no, always said that a... they froze his head. Yeah. His head? I just thought he froze head. all of him. No, just his head. Until mm. they could find a cure for the decapitation. <laughs> <laughs> do, you reckon, <laughs> do you reckon if someone did freeze their head... Yeah. When they come back... Mm. They'd be like, that was cold. What? No, 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 that. <laughs> like, oh, ice cream headache. No, but when mm. they get put on a body, with the same thing that happens now, like where you look down and you're disappointed, you're like, ah, I didn't quite want this. I want a darker skin or... Do you look down and are disappointed? <laughs> uh, at my body? <laughs> yeah. Yes, all the time. Oh, buddy. What, you look at your body and think, God, that's amazing? <laughs> You probably are. Anyway, what are the letters for Alpha Bucks tomorrow? A little bit of a New Zealand twist for the letters tomorrow. Uh, The um, 7 o'clock one is an N. 
No, close. <laughs> uh, for the adults, it's L. And for the kids, it's P. Oh, uh, right. I thought he was going to say N Z as well. No. L and P. <laughs> Which you now need to explain no, no. because it's a drink that they drink there. I'm not going to explain. I thought it was going to be N and Z. New Zealand. L and P. It's just for the New Zealanders. That's who I was talking to. Is it a New Zealand twist on it? Anyway, we, everyone else knows what L&P is. It's I never a, knew until you kept talking about it. It is delicious. Uh, is it just a soft drink? It's a lemonade. Here uh, is the rest <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it then. N. No, good, good guess, but no. L. <laughs> Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks Kids. Disneyland Edition. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Brisbane's Hit 105. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby, a trip to Disneyland. That's what you get to play, and it's only the kids. They're going to be playing it at 8 o'clock every morning, park for one hour at Brisbane Airport from just $5 when you book online at brisbaneairportparking.com.au. So you can jump on that website if you win this trip and park your car there. Who's playing this morning? This morning playing to jet off to Disneyland is Zachary from Birkdale. Morning, Zachary. Good morning. Now, how old are you, buddy? I'm eight. Do you play along in the car at home in the mornings? Yes. How do you do? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Well, there's a guaranteed prize at the end. Anyway, you're going to get a letter from Auntie Abby. Every answer must start with that letter. Get them all right, then you are on a plane going to Disneyland. Yep. Yeah. All right. It's all business. All business. Here we go. Your letter this morning is S for sing. S? S, yes. S for sing. You ready? Yep. Name a day of the week. Um, Saturday. Name something with sharp teeth. Shark. Name something you can eat. Um, puff. Name something you can see in the sky. Um, stars. Name something at the beach. Um, puff. Name something that cuts. Um, puff. Name a shape. Uh, square. Name a sport. Um, soccer. Well done, some. You did very well, Honey, Zachary. No, we don't have time for compliments. We're going to get through the game. He is a, Zachary, you're a champion, <laughs> but save the compliments till the end. I know. Was it? Yes, name something you wear. <laughs> that was amazing. Well done. Well done, buddy. Thank you. You got a $100 voucher to go and spend at Mr. Toys. So Yay! well done. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you uh, did buddy, very well. The ones that you passed on sandwich you could eat. Sand is uh, at the beach and scissors cut. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Good yep. stuff. Well, you go to Gundale uh, State School and you tell everyone how you carved up Alpha Bucks this morning. Thanks for playing, buddy. Yep, thank you. Uh, park for one hour at the Brisbane Airport for just $5 when you book online, brisbaneairportparking.com.au. We're going to play Alpha Bucks Kids as well. Uh, we're going to do that uh, tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, the same time. And Mr. Toys is the place where fun happens. Check out mrtoys.com.au. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Five. Are you ready? Wake up with Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Built in Brisbane for Brisbane. Stav. Hey. Abby. Morning, everyone. Matt. Oh, hello there. Morning. And Osha. Good morning, Brisbane. Play that in a little while. Hey guys, good morning. Look at you, you skinny, sexy thing, hey? Look at you, you number one breakfast team in Brisbane. Yeah, well, well, we'll you guys. We'll tell you after today, so we'll see how we go. Oh, is it ratings day? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got you on, man. Well, you're still number one. I bumped into your makeup artist at a wedding and she's like, you, you're not going to recognise Osha. He's like totally changed. I was like, what do you mean? And then I see you like front page of like men's health with your shirt off and you said you'd never ever do that. Look at you, uh, you buff man. I, I, I might have said I'd never ever do that because I was doing it and wanted to throw you off the scent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know, you, I always said like I'd only ever take my shirt off if it was for the cover of that magazine because right. it is such that, you know, kind of benchmark of, of dudes. Yeah. And, um... And there it was, yeah. I'm the first plant-based person ever to do it. Wow. And um, I'm really proud that when you read the article, there isn't really anything at all about lifting stuff. It's all about mental health and drinking. So, How, how much did you lose? I was a kind of Trojan horse of getting into that, yeah, uh, nice. that audience. Yeah. How much did you lose exactly? 
Um, I lost nine kilos of fat and I put on two and a half kilos of muscle eating nothing but plants. Wow. wow. Can be done, Maddie. Can be done. I'm eating Sandboy chips, mate. I'm eating potato <laughs> right now. I'm going to turn out like, you so know, worries. some things haven't changed. <laughs> Brisbane, I don't know if you realise, but Maddie Acton is feeding himself from the Thunder Cage. It's not a good idea to eat black thunder food all day. As a snack every now and again when you catch the trucks around Brisbane, that's all right. But it's not meant to be eating breakfast, lunch and dinner, Maddie. It's good stuff. I had an apple as well. You did. Have you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You did that's your nutrition for the week. Oh, yeah. you're fine. And <laughs> congratulations on your book, Back After the Break Is Out. That is, it's very open and very raw. It's awesome. Oh, thank you very much. I was, you know, I made a, I made a psychosis pun. Uh, in the title. Yes, you which... did. Clever. <laughs> you yeah. only get one chance in life to do that sort of thing. That's true. Um, yeah, I thought it was really important, Abby. I mean, we, uh, as you know, and I, I talk to you guys heaps. Remember, I actually, I even write about it in the book. Remember when I was changing meds and I yes. had to, yeah. you know, I kind of warned you guys, of like, hey, I might be a little crabby mm. for a week. And um, and then I remember, actually, it really kind of broke my heart because uh, one morning when we were uh, we were on air in between when I was changing medications, I had to take, stop taking the you know with the antipsychotics and then start taking something else. Um, and there was a week in between, and I remember each of you individually said, "Man, you're funny this morning." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, but it, yeah. it broke my yeah, heart, Abby, because um, I was like so much faster mm. and so much funnier. But and it was everything I wanted to be on radio, but. I couldn't sustain it. The, 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 you know, I was gritting my teeth the mm. whole day yeah. just trying to deal with that energy that was making me like that. I, just, I couldn't bear it, and it was really, really hard, actually. You talk about coming off the medication. That's what I sort of – because I, I remember you wanted to feel. Do you know what I mean? Like the medication yeah. stopped you feeling, and I know that that was really important to you. You wanted to feel, and everything had sort of been numbed. And then the first time you cried and you went and saw – was it Hugh Jackman's movie? The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. Yeah. You could stop crying. In the, come on. If you don't cry during This Is Me from The Greatest Showman, <laughs> you, you, you're either dead inside or me. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, the, the great thing about medication, as Abby, I really needed it. And I yeah. really needed it to get better. But uh, as I got healthier and healthier, the, the side effects became more of a more of an issue and, and not everyone has my physiology everyone is different it's not like a Panadol if the four of us all took a Panadol we all might feel the same thing we all have different body shapes body shapes body you know trauma, trauma histories we all are very very different so one drug doesn't work for everybody um, but for me after a while I started to kind of miss that connection I needed it when I was going through the really really difficult times but um, after about a year and a half or two years or so I was like oh, I think I'm better enough let's give it a go sure. and then yeah during The Greatest Showman I mean Hugh Jackman has scientifically engineered this song to have all the key changes and uplifting things and <laughs> suddenly for the first time in years I've got goosebumps at music and it was oh it was extraordinary yeah I cry when I hear that song too because my daughter's played it 70,000 times it's the new Frozen <laughs> yeah, it is so, so you're, you're not on any medication now? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Um, but there's a big difference between not taking meds, Matt, and not yeah. needing to take meds. Yeah. So I stay in con- close contact with all my doctors. I stay in contact with my psychiatrist, um, with my psychologist. I'm actually seeing her today. And, um, and part of the men's health thing was, you know, helping me manage that is I, I exercise every single day. I do resistance training every day. I eat as clean as I possibly can. I try to prioritize sleep. There's so much stuff I have to do. Yeah. Mm. Can you tell doctors bachelor secrets because they've got doctor-patient privilege and they won't tell anyone? That's such they, a good question. They would hit you up for it, wouldn't they? Like, I can't no, tell anyone. No, he'd still be that type going, you know? oh, no, I can't. You'd have to watch it. Yeah. Or they, if they you could... do, if I find out you do, I'm going to be <laughs> But they could go back If the I way. tell my psychiatrist Because yeah. yes. yeah. I will track them down. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to tell them. They've got a lot of dirt on you. Uh, yeah. as, far as, I, as far as I know, you have to subpoena my psychologist or my psychiatrist. Okay. My psychiatrist All right. to, well, no, give but, her any um, ideas. No, I don't tell them bachelor secrets, but there's Plenty. Mm. Oh, my God. Good. Well, we've got you for the next 45 minutes. We're going to grill you hard. But uh, 131060, Osh's book is back after the break. It's available now. Uh, we thought we'd do a bit of a live edition. If there's any questions, if there's anything you're thinking you're going to open up and get in this book, because it is so honest, what would you like to ask Osh? Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I'm here today to ask you one question. Can I ask you something? Ask Osha. Ask for anything. Uh, he's got this brilliant new book out uh, back after the break. Go and get your hands on that. Or we'll do a little live version of it now where uh, if there's anything you're hoping to read in there, just ask him. He's in the studio with us. 
Oh, it's good to be back, team. In the book, when you write the book, do you write it the way you used to host Australian Idol, where you put like one word on every page just to draw it out? Like then, yeah, and then there's three blank pages, yeah, and then yeah. and then yeah. boom, Ricky Lee. <laughs> I, I was texting you when you were writing it, and you're like, "Yep, still going, still going." You were like, "Yeah, oh, gotta get through it." Yeah, it is actually pretty good. If you actually go and get it, at, if you go and get it at Dimmix, you can actually win a night with me coming to your house for like up to twenty friends. Oh, oh really? What are you cooking? Yeah. If you go and get it at Dimmicks, yeah, totally. You can get it online, get it at Dimmicks, go and grab it. Well, 30... Hey, I know it was with 20 friends, but I just, it's just going to be me and you. Is that cool, Osh? <laughs> totally fine. There'll be a lot of catering, though. <laughs> We've got Will from Arana Hills. What's your question for Osh? Um, who was the first person to read the book when it was finished? The first person to read uh, my book when it was finished was my... Who did I send it to? Well, obviously the editor... Um, but yeah, I sent it to my, my wife. I sent her the, the PDF and I said, here you go. I want you to read it. Um, and actually she produced the audio book. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She produced the audio book, which was me basically recording it in my podcast, uh, rig. And, um, so I'd read it when I, when you listen to it, if, if I, if I pronounce any tricky words correctly, it's because Audrey's gone, no, that's not how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it again. You sounded condescending. No, you sound like a sycophant. Do it again. She's that's very great. honest with you. Did she make you change anything? Did she go, oh, this paragraph's boring. Take that no, out. No, she didn't, she didn't make me change anything. She did have some really great suggestions. But, you know, Maddie, one of the most wonderful things that she let me do was write about the effects the medication has on, on when, it's trying to, when you're trying to date someone because yeah. it really affects your ah. testosterone. It's nice not to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not nice to be kind of, I really don't care about sex. So, uh, you know, not many people talk about that stuff. And Audrey was kind enough to allow me to, to write about all that, which mm. is really good. And there's a lot of nice compliments for her as well throughout the book. Well, she saved my life, Abby. Yeah. Like, what, what, what can I write about? She should be like, say that oh, and then oh, say hey, that. That's hey, perfect. Whoa, whoa, yeah. marriage whoa, works. Whoa, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined. Hey, Amanda. You're on with Osh. What's your question? Hi, um, I just wanted to ask, how does he deal with um, other media personalities kind of having a go at him and negative headlines? Uh, uh, are, are you referring to someone in particular? Um, there was a Sydney radio host that said some unsupportive things. Oh, our Sydney radio host. Who was it? Who was it? Uh, I can't remember their name, sorry. Right, okay, uh, okay right. no, that's fine. Um, look, honestly, really? people are more than happy to say whatever they want about me. Um, I know it's not real. I know it's not true. People can say what they like. That's fine. In my opinion, um, you know, a lot of, you know, if people want to say negative things or, you know, disparaging things, it might not be that they're, you know, they're fine. If they don't like what I'm doing, that's totally fine. You know, I understand it. You may not like me or like the shows that I work on. That's okay with you. That's fine. Doesn't that mean that I'm not a good person or try to do the right thing or that I'm not good to my family? So go ahead. Say whatever you want. If that gets you ratings and puts food on your table, have at you. Oh, look at you. You're all grown up. <laughs> hey, Natasha, you're on. What do you want to ask off? Hi guys, um, I just wanted to ask, like in your book you mentioned that your wife and you are in such a beautiful place at the moment and this has really helped, would you be saying that we might be hearing little pitter-patters of beats in the near future? <laughs> uh, are you asking about if me and Audrey are looking to have another baby? I so am! Alright, <laughs> uh, well, we've got one, she's not very little at the moment, we measured her last night, she's 175, 176 centimetres, so she's two centimetres shorter than me, <laughs> and she's 14 and a half. Um, look, if if that if that happens, then that's lovely. Um, but I am more than more than happy with the family that we have, and we are more than happy with the family that we have right now. You know, the, the day you quit, I actually thought you were going to tell us you were having a baby. So you were sure of it. Did uh, I? Yeah. I was so excited. I was like, <laughs> this is this is going to be great. There's going to be look, another baby, and then you're like, nah, I quit. I like, look, oh, between no. you between you and Abby in the Hit 105 team, I think the baby making is well and truly taken care of. <laughs> that's true. I'm yeah, getting a vasectomy this year, so... But you're saying things are improving things. in the bedroom, so... Uh, things are improving in the bedroom. It's just making sure that Audrey and I are there at the same time. So, you know, <laughs> we're getting there, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Brittany, Osha, he's back with us. What do you want to ask him? Um, have you ever told the bachelors about your mental health issues? All the time. Yeah, yeah. All the, I, I'm really honest. I'm really honest with it with everybody, actually. And um, I think it's really important as... If uh, certainly during the when I was really sick um, during the second and third season, so during the Blake Garvey season and during Sam Wood and Sam Frost, 
um, I would be really honest with people and just say, listen, if I'm a little odd today, it's because this is going on. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I'm managing it. Um, and everyone at work was really supportive. My bosses were super supportive. The people at Channel 10, the people at Warner Brothers were really supportive. But I think it's, it's important in the same way that you would go up to work and go, oh, look, listen, I kind of hurt my back a bit. So I can do this, but that sort of stuff might need a little bit more time to do. Um, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, cool. So in the same way, I just kind of described it as matter-of-factly as I could and let them know that I'm, you know, I'm managing it and, you know, my doctors and I are working really hard to make sure that... And we all worked really hard and I was able to, you know, stay working and stay at work and, and be really effective. But I found it to be not in a way of like, oh, poor me, just like, hey, so this is going on. Sorry if I'm a little jumpy. Yeah. And I've done that, you know, with the with the radio team. And I'll tell yeah. you, I, I would tell them off air every now and again if I'm having not a great day. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important just to be open and honest about it. But as long as you can be seen to be managing what's going on, I think people are generally all right. If you openly say, oh, I've got this, but I'm not, I'm, you know, just drinking vodka at six in the morning to try and get through, that makes people a little weird, mm. in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then we would follow him home and uh, see if we could get footage of him building a barbecue in his backyard just to bust him. We're like, yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's putting it on. <laughs> well, uh, as always, like we used to do, Osh, when you would be on the show with us and uh, Bachelor was on. We're yes. going to come back. We're going to ask you a lot of questions, and then we get to hear you skate around it, and then we make all of our assumptions about how and it then, ends. Yeah, and then when after, when you leave, we talk about your body language and say we totally yes. know who's won. Wanna, I'm down for Want to play Let's that go. game again? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm up for the challenge. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Fearless Honey Badger, Nick Cummins. Jeez, they must be short of good-looking roosters this year. Yes. Uh, just like the old times when The Bachelor was on, uh, we get Osher on, we ask him lots of questions. He, we know that contractually he can't tell us nothing, but yeah. we just we just like to watch him squirm. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun, and I'm loving this season. It's one of the highest rating as well. Isn't it great? So Isn't it good. just extraordinary? And uh, not only is it massive rating on the overnights, but the people watching on 10 Play on a catch-up on their laptops and, you know, as you mentioned, Abby, in their cars while they wait for their kids. <laughs> school pickup. Oh, I school normally pick up. Wind, up, wind up all the windows and try and knock down so none of the other parents will talk to me. We'll catch up <laughs> Stationary, on Stationary, though. You're not driving watching it. No, no, no. That's why. And then, but then my son always goes to me. He can't work out why on Thursdays and Fridays I've got the best car park. That's because <laughs> ah, I get there an hour before. Yeah. Uh, so you can watch The Bachelor yeah. in the car on your phone. <laughs> I love you, Abby. I miss you so much. <laughs> so we got questions from Instagram, too, that people want to hit you with here, mate. And yeah, um, sure. just you can Complete honesty. Just tell us exactly what's going on. Okay. First one from Liani. Has you ever have you ever picked who's going to win from the first meeting in the episode? Early on, I absolutely did. Uh, Tim Robards, I picked it. Sam Wood, I picked it. Um, no one talks about Blake. Move on. Uh, Everyone talks about Blake. Blake, I. I no, I didn't pick Blake. No one could pick that. That was an M. Light Shyamalan twist. Uh, it sure was, wasn't it? <laughs> um, Richie, I picked it, and then I then I lost my mojo. Because uh, yeah, you're confused okay. after Richie, I think, everyone. I was. I, was. Didn't, know where, I didn't know where to look. Uh, <laughs> well, getting the bends in Bali, I, I haven't been the same since. <laughs> Great album. Uh, Keza is going straight for the jugular here. Oh, she says, where does the TV station find these bitchy, desperate women? Why would the honey badger want any of these catty women anyway? I think she finished by going, pick me, pick me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what women she's talking about, but um, uh, people generally, if they want to be on a show like The Bachelor, for example, um, they just apply. And we send out a casting. I say things like, hi, if you're looking for love and you'd like to... Um, yeah. yeah, and they just go to the website. And you can tell the ones, though, that are there for the Instagram account afterwards. They get weeded out pretty quickly. I don't know about that. What, whatever their motivations to be there are, Maddie, um, and they they might vary. I don't know. But what's always really lovely is that you know, like at a dinner party, right? Um, like in the first five minutes of a dinner party, everyone's kind of chat, 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 oh, this, that, the other, and then about ten minutes, then everything kind of settles down, and then people kind of get yeah. real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So after about a week or two, all that stuff, Maddie, kind of fades away, and the people are like. Actually, I really like this guy. Yeah, and they actually the real emotions start to show up. So, however, whatever got them in the door, yeah, after a little while, doesn't seem to matter. Especially with Paradise, oh my goodness! Especially with Paradise, Ugh. whatever got them in the door kind of disappears after a day or two, and they just like, oh, I'm really into this girl. She's really great. What about it's nice? Kat? It's really nice. What about Cat? She's the one with short hair, who's a fashion designer who lives over in Bali now. Jewelry designer, jewelry designer, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fact. Is she really a villain? Someone else has written this. Brown eyes. Is she really a villain or is she just playing that? Because other girls have sort of dobbed her in by saying, no, she's just after the fame. And she does appear like that. 
I don't know, but all I can say is she is very good at being the kind of woman she's chosen to be. So she's like that off camera? Uh, to me, I don't really have much to do with them off camera. Uh, I, I I turn up, I deliver the mail, I leave, or I show up and I you know make a group date happen and then I go. So I don't really have much to do with them off camera. You're right. Have you spoken to Kira and Jared after their breakup the other week as oh, well? So devo, but I did put a thing up on Instagram <laughs> yesterday about me, you know, blubbering in tears, talking about how much I love my wife because she saved me. Yeah. And um, Kira, Kira wrote on my Instagram, "This is what I want." Oh, oh yeah, it's like salt oh. in the wound. Oh. Broke my heart. I love those two so much. I love them. Yeah. I love Kira and Jared. I'm so sad. Uh, can I ask a question? Because in between last season and this season, and you've seen a lot of news reports about the producers when they showed the the diary being blank and uh, all the things that they're doing. It seems to me that the producers took a while in the off-season to watch the comedy series Unreal about the producers on The Bachelor <laughs> and have picked up a few ideas from that show and have really turned it up a notch this season. Would you say, is that a fair assessment? Uh, no, that show is kind of like the, the Unreal is to The Bachelor as to what, I don't know, say, for example, uh, John Wick is to a bar fight. Oh, all right. Yeah, there's fighting in both of them, but one is a hyper-realized, how full-on can we possibly get this? If we were the most evil people in the world, what would we do? And the other one's And the real. other one's a bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> i got one last thing for you. Go, Maddie. My belief is... Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Here we go. Yeah, we will. All right, see us. I reckon Nick's single. I reckon he doesn't find love. My theory is because the other day he put up a picture on top of his car on the beach saying, great to finally get on top of things. And then a really cute girl has replied and said, I'd like you to get on top of me. He then replies with a ha-ha and engages with her. He doesn't engage. He only wrote ha-ha. That's all he wrote. A single man is the only one who is brave enough to do that. A man with a girlfriend or a partner would never write back to a comment like that. And a married man stalking Nick Cummins' Instagram profile, trying to figure out what he's doing. Tell me about that, Maddie. Mate, I'm on here three hours a day, five days a week, looking for crap to fill. You gotta go. You gotta go searching everywhere. Yeah, how's this? He posted. A, he sent me a text, and he goes. He's oh, single. Maybe he's interested in guys because he posted a photo with another guy. I'm like, Maddie, you have to stop stalking him. So I'm putting it out there now. He's single. They're finally, there is a Bachelor series with no love at the end. Well, Maddie, as well, um, you know, a year ago you told, you said that within a year you're going to be on this radio station telling me that you're pregnant, and I'm not. So your track record might not be yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. He's probably just, I don't know what he's doing. Did uh, I say a year you know, ago that you'd be pregnant? Of, that, I beg your pardon? Did I say a year ago that you'd be pregnant? Yeah, yeah, you did. Huh. Science yeah. doesn't move that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to get the woman installed. Um, I think he's probably... I don't know what he's doing. I mean, generally people, they're very aware of how much people do exactly what you're doing and trying to, you know, mm. see who's doing what yeah. with Instagram mm. stuff. And so people put all kinds of stuff on there. It's That's not appropriate, though, to write back to that comment, is it? For you? No. But yeah. if you wrote, if a chick wrote that to you, would your wife be happy? And you wrote back? People don't write that to me. Nah, see? They'd be, they'd be unhappy. <laughs> you could say any answer and go see. Yeah, correct. Matt's got he's got what's what's happening right now is you've you've got you, um you've got a bit of a bias going on, Matty. You don't want you want you don't want anything that challenges your opinion to come on, and you'll twist it into whatever you want to make it. Well, answer the question: Would your wife get upset? <laughs> Yes or no? Me back. Would your wife get upset if you replied to that? Yes or no? What right. would Audrey say if you wrote back "ha ha" to a girl who wrote that to you? Uh, what I do on my Instagram profile and what uh, Nick Cummins does on his Instagram profile are two go. very different things. I have a very different forward-facing, uh, you know, public agenda. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. To someone who goes on the telly and says, "I'm the Bachelor." Right. Oh well, that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> Like old times. I told acting. you it was going to be awkward. Hey, back after the break, Osha's new book, buddy. It's a good read. Congratulations. Lovely to have you on again, mate. Thanks for coming in. Love you guys. Good on you, buddy. So Thank much. You, See you next week. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Oh, that is it. We're done for the day. Uh, we're going to give you some money coming up after nine. Bradley's going to take over. Before we get to that, we need to look back. We need to reflect. Tell you about stuff we're not thankful for. Yeah. Like, being out of talk, I've got to go and get the digestional diabetes test today. Yes. Where you take that, like, sugar drink and mm. then get a blood test and yep. then wait and get sugar drink, get a blood test. Good luck. 
you can't have coffee. That's what the lady said to me. You've got to go early in the morning because you won't be able to eat or drink or anything. I haven't had coffee today. It's really painful in the back of your head. Do you get coffee headaches when you don't have one? I, don't, I can't remember a day I didn't have have coffee, oh. if I'm completely honest with you. No, I'm the same. Yeah. Hi, I'm Matt, everyone. and um, I'm a coffee addict. It's the biggest yeah. uh, taken drug in the world, caffeine. Yes. Yeah. Socially acceptable. You've thanks, done, but no thanks. You've done very well. Mm. We're both still here, so... Every time. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) You say it a lot for someone who's scared. (laughs) You're right, I too. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Hey, fruit. I don't eat you a lot, but when I do, I look forward to it. You know, you think, oh, this is going to be a great juicy apple or this mandarin. I love a good mandarin. Mm. But... There's never any in-between. It's either a great piece of fruit or a terrible piece of fruit. That is so true. You never get one that you go, no, it was all right. It was bad there. It's either fantastic or horrendous. And especially the non-juicy mandarin. Yes. Uh. They look great, but then they're hideous to eat. And extra seeds just for fun. So, fruit, I know you turn us on every morning. You need to pull your head in. Thanks, but no thanks. Say fruit turns turns you on every morning. Turns us on every morning. Turns the show on. Okay. Oh, no, I didn't mean it filthy like that. What do you mean fruit turns us on? I know fruit turns us on, turns the radio on, and therefore listens to the show. Oh, I see. Oh, Oh, okay, cool. I thought it was a... Whatever. Okay, cool. Nice melons. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Go and get a coffee now. I don't care what glucose is He's not the same, and he's had four coffees. Let's move it along. Hey there, Holden Precision Driving Team. You guys zip around in sync. You drive right past each other and almost hit each other. But you don't. You miss because you're so accurate. You're so just tiny, accurate details to not have a crack. Whereas I, when I arrive at work, can't even get my shit together well enough to get close enough to the card swipey thing to open the boom gate. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. And you never, you know you have to get out of the car, (laughs) but you don't. You will hang out, like, to the belt line (laughs) and just try to, and your foot hanging on the car handle (laughs) of the other side so you don't fall out. I'm not getting out of the car. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. It's worse at the drive-thru when you're getting your markers. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not wide enough to open Uh, the door. You uh, know when you're like, I've got to get out, but ugh. So I'm not going to make the Holden Precision driving team anytime soon. Thanks for nothing. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Okay, that's the end of the podcast, everyone. As you would have heard, there's been plenty of extra business throughout today's podcast, so we might just wrap things up here, hey? Mm. I do like LMP. LMP. It's yeah. nice. I sell out my fruit shop. Yeah, well, every, like, Coles and stuff has a little international section. You get British lollies and South L- African. And LMP. Yeah, and LMP. Mm. All right, I'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Stav, Abby and Matt Hit 105 Nando's The home of Peri Peri Chicken